0: It's going to be another hot day here in the Twin Cities. Uh, we'll stay inside as much as we can. and uh, But I promise, Jack Farrell, I'm not putting any ice cubes in my wine glass. <laughs> I'm not <gonna> do it. <laughs> you I know what? Okay if, That's how if you, you go, like to drink your wine. Go ahead and put ice cubes in. Absolutely. You've said it before. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat. Uh, from our friends at Haskell's, what, uh, what, what are we going to talk about on this sticky day today? Well, today let's talk about wines to beat the heat. And one of my favorites, and probably the most overlooked red wine uh, in the world, is Beaujolais. And Beaujolais, it, uh, one wag once said, it ha- it's a white wine that happens to be red. And there's a little truth to that. Beaujolais is one of the few wines that really tastes good chilled. And uh, Beaujolais has kind of got an old, noble history, if you will. The vineyards were planted by the Romans so long ago, and they called it Brucillus. And uh, today there's a a growth area in Beaujolais called Bruy, which comes from that uh, ancient Roman name. Uh, Beaujolais makes two types of wine, red and white, and rosé. And uh, But the white wine is a very small percentage of Beaujolais. Beaujolais Blanc, maybe 3 4%. It's an interesting white wine, pretty innocuous, fun to say you've tried it, but uh, I wouldn't spend a lot of time looking for Beaujolais Blanc. They're more of an interesting variation than an actual thing. And as I said, they have a noble history in the 7th century. The Benedictine monks... Uh, Cultivated the area, and uh, the wines of the area. It's kind of sandwiched between the Rhone Valley and Burgundy, and it's south of Burgundy. And the the wine, the area itself is just beautiful. In fact, uh, if you ever have any time to wander around that part of France, uh, Beaujolais is an interesting place to visit. Uh, The producers are very very friendly. Food in the area is terrific. You know, everybody thinks uh, chicken coca van is a burgundy dish. It actually originated in Beaujolais. And there's lots of lovely little restaurants. Uh, the countryside is gorgeous. It's rolling hills. It's just a beautiful part of France to visit and is often overlooked. The biggest problem with Beaujolais is the black eye. And actually, not even a black eye. It was good and bad. The introduction of Nouveau Beaujolais was something back in the 80s that just set the wine world on its ear. People began to clamor for this Nouveau Beaujolais that they wanted to have, etc., and they couldn't get enough of it. George de Buff Uh, was one of the pioneers in it, and he was responsible for producing millions of cases around the world, and it was simultaneously released all over the world on the third Thursday of November. So it came in time for Thanksgiving, etc., and whether you were in Singapore or you were in Paris or you were in New York, you'd see little white or yellow signs on the windows of restaurants, Nouveau Arrive, the Nouveau has arrived. And uh, anyhow, so Beaujolais became very popular. And in the process, they kind of lost their bearings on making really good Beaujolais because all the Beaujolais was being siphoned into this Nouveau. Well, eventually the Nouveau fad has failed. And, and not failed, there's, it's still a unique wine, it's fun to try, etc., but they no longer sell the millions of cases that they used to. In fact, my own experience, I think our peak time, we would sell three or 4,000 cases of Nouveau Beaujolais, and today we might sell five or 600 is all. And, and while that's still a lot to sell in a few weeks, uh, it isn't like it was when it's a big fat. The grape type is Gamay grape, and the Gamay grape is a very forgiving grape. It makes lovely, juicy wines, uh, thin skins. It's easy to cultivate. It likes the warm weather, et cetera. So it's perfect for that area of France. And the uh, Gamay, as I said, is easy to cultivate. And that's why Beaujolais is always a fairly inexpensive wine. Uh, And the wine itself goes with almost anything. As I said, a wag that said, you know, it's a white wine that just happens to be red. There's a little truth to that. Beaujolais is highly acidic. It has good fruit in the nose. It finishes easy, and it's a, a delightful quaffing wine on a hot summer day. If you chill a bottle of Beaujolais and you pour yourself a glass, no need to put ice in it, Denny. You can just drink uh, that uh, Beaujolais ice cold, and it w- won't affect it. Uh, it with food, you know, it is really good with so many dishes. I like it with cold chicken. I like it at a barbecue when when or that picnic, a loaf of bread, a jug of wine, and now put a hunk of cheese in it and a bottle of Beaujolais and with a little bread, a little cheese, and a bottle of Beaujolais, you have a picnic that is absolutely fabulous, and how easy. There's nothing to do, really, but find a, a cooler to put that Beaujolais wine into, or, or better yet, go down to some... Cold water creek, or where there's a river that's running, go put the Beaujolais right in the water for about 20 minutes, take it out, and it's chilled to about the temperature it should be about 52 to 55 degrees. Uh, Beaujolais comes in a lot of different types. There's the Beaujolais that makes Nouveau, is Beaujolais or Beaujolais Village. Village has one degree more alcohol than the regular Beaujolais. And then there's, of course, Beaujolais Blanc, which I just discussed a little bit, the white wine from the area. Frankly, most Maconais are better than Beaujolais Blanc, but they do make it. And Beaujolais Rosé, interesting rosé. Again, it's light, fruity, very pleasant wine, but uh, nothing to write a long letter home about. Then we get into the village wines, and this is really something. These village wines differ in character. Uh, The lightest-bodied Beaujolais are Bruy, Régienne, and Cherobles. And those wines are named after the towns that they're from, and the wines are always going to be a little more expensive as you go up the ladder on these. Uh, They become more expensive. But the wine itself is is bigger, bolder, and and more assertive than the other ones. The next batch that's a little bit better is something called Fleury and Saint-Amour. Uh, just interesting areas of Beaujolais, uh, that Fleury, again, I think is one of my very favorite wines uh, to have because of the floral bouquet, etc. cetera, uh, to have uh, with grilled halibut. It's, uh, you wouldn't think a red wine would be good with halibut, but that Flurry, with a little bit of chill on it and halibut right off the grill is a, a marriage made in heaven. Then you get the big wines, Chenas, Julianus, and Morgon. Those, again, individual vid- uh, villages produce individual style wine, all a little different, all Beaujolais, of course, but a lot more character, a lot more depth, a lot more interest, actually, uh, than other things. Moulin Avant, is called, uh, which means the windmill, happens to be one of my favorite all-time Beaujolais uh, it's big, it's powerful, and these last four that I mentioned, uh, the Julianus, Morgon, Mulanavant and Chinas, all take age. In fact, I've had old Moulinavants that you'd swear you were drinking in old Burgundy. And Moulinavant takes its name from the windmill that towers over the town, uh, is an amazing, amazing uh Beaujolais. It's big, it's powerful, it lasts a long time, and it surprises you. Like I say, I've had it when I was 15, 20 years old, and I thought it'll never be any good. Open that bottle up, and my goodness, as I said, you would swear you were drinking an aged Burgundy. But uh, I think you get the idea. Beaujolais is an interesting area. It's certainly not all nouveau, and incidentally, if you have any Nouveau left over, a great use of that Nouveau is uh, make sangria out of it. Nouveau Beaujolais, in my opinion, makes the best sangria because of it. it's so light and fruity and usually low in alcohol. And you kind of want that in a sangria. Even, you know, in most sangrias, you add 6 to 10 ounces of club soda to a bottle of wine. And if you happen to have a bottle of Beaujolais, it's a good wine for a base of sangria, even though sangria is sort of a Spanish wine punch. But the Nouveau, I think, makes the best of all the sangrias I've ever had. Nouveau Beaujolais, a little club soda, and you can put a little brandy in there uh, and put some sliced fruit, peaches, whatever. A wonderful hot-weather drink. But Beaujolais, again, it shouldn't be overlooked. It's a wonderful red wine uh, that goes so well with so many things, just sitting around with conversation. It's not a bad wine to have on hand. It has a noble history. It's from a great area of the world. And you learn something. And like I said earlier, you can drink it chilled, and it's no faux pas. Uh, Actually, Beaujolais, the lower-level ones, except the last four big ones I mentioned, all should be chilled slightly. And, uh, you know, I don't... Chill slightly means about uh, 52 to 55 degrees you should be drinking that at. And, you know, not room temperature, especially not now when the room temperature can be 80 degrees or more. No wine should be drunk at that temperature. Even really great wines that you want to have at a room temperature shouldn't ever be drunk more than 65 or 70 degrees at all. But anyhow, I think you get the idea. I like Beaujolais. I hope that came through, and I think it's a wine that deserves some attention and doesn't always get it. Uh, If you've been turned off by Nouveau Beaujolais, I encourage you, because of the big revolution they had in Beaujolais after that explosion in the 80s of all that Nouveau Beaujolais and the regular Beaujolais was sorely neglected, it's made a comeback, and a big comeback and they're really producing some wonderful, wonderful wines in this part of France that uh, heretofore have been overlooked by most people. But I would suggest uh, some Beaujolais and enjoy it. Um, and incidentally, while I'm talking about wine, wines for hot weather or wines to beat the heat, uh, Ted put one of his six-packs together, and it's all white or rosé wine, it's six for $60, and it's a beat-the-heat six-pack. It has in there a Pinot Grigio, a Vouvray, which is one of my favorite wines to have with Turkey, uh, but they're also good in the summer because of the fruitiness and softness, a Sauvignon Blanc, a rosé, a beautiful rosé that's made from the Grenache grape, uh, California Burgundy, and a Burgundy from France. Six bottles of wine, $60. It's an incredible value. And it's a great way to beat the heat, and he calls it his Beat the Heat Six-Pack. And it really it would be a fun thing as these days when you're at home and it's hot. What a wonderful way to beat the heat. Sit around and have a great glass of wine and enjoy the day. And forget the fact that it's going to be 85 degrees. It's going to be just a pleasant, pleasant day. And I assure you it will be more pleasant. If you try a glass of Beaujolais, or if you want for the whole next few weeks, try this beat-the-heat six-pack of Ted's. There's enough variety in there uh, with a Pinot Grigio, a Bouvray, which is Chenin Blanc, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Rosé made from Grenache grapes, a Burgundy from Burgundy, white uh, Chardonnay, and then a California Chardonnay. And I assure you, that'll help you beat the heat. Oh, that's a great idea and a great price, too. I'm going to check that out today, as a matter of yes, fact. Yes, it's a $75 or $78 value, 60 bucks. Man, that is great. And you know where you can pick that up, Denny? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> at Haskell's. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine. They love to marry wine with foods. And whether you're interested in a Beaujolais or interested in beating the heat with something else, a great rosé, uh, anything, they've got it at Haskell's, and best of all, they've got it at a good price. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's a Haskell's in Fairboat right off of 35. Our super seller up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. Uh, incredible, 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. And in downtown Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth. St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, the folks at Haskell's do deliver, and they can also fix any of this stuff, including that beat the heat six pack up for you to pick up on the outside. That is fantastic. That's a great deal. Jack, let's do this again. I hope you stay cool the rest of the week, all right? Denny, you stay cool as well, and have a great week, and I'm going to look forward to next week. All right. Thanks very much, Jack. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.